Okay, Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And today, I didn't plan an intro. We're talking about Idly Pride, finally. <laughs> Yeah, so I hinted that I wanted to do an episode about this show, I think all the way back in our anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, because I was talking about how, like, I watched a few episodes just because I was curious, and then I was like, eh, we'll do an episode on it eventually. Well, guess what? It's time. It's and time. guess what? I'm such a bad procrastinator, I finished it this afternoon. Fresh. <laughs> Super Very fresh. fresh. Super fresh. Still emotional about it. Yeah. <laughs> this show hurt me physically and emotionally. How dare. Tell me about your pain, Star. Um, okay. Well, I described this to you right before we started recording as if the Chihaya arc of Idolmaster was a whole anime. Oh. That's the best way I can describe it, honestly. It's just like. The whole show is kind of an exploration of grief, womp, womp. which is wild um, for an idol anime, <laughs> um, but it went some places. I thought it was very interesting. I was very invested pretty much the whole time because um, I wanted to know what happens with these girls because it's like it's not mm -hmm. like it is your idol show. There are idols, they are girls, they are rising to stardom, trying to be top idols, but there's this whole other plot that's happening during that. Oh. And I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to get into it. Tell me about it, Star. Yeah, let I so, okay, I am conflicted on whether or not I should tell you about all of the girls at the start, or if I should just introduce them as they show up. Because here's the thing, this show is pretty good about, like, kind of spreading out their character intros so you're not being introduced to all of the characters all at once. But at the same time, there are ten main girls in Ugh. the idol group. Um, there are multiple side characters that are important to the plot. There are two rival idol units. Let's say maybe 15 main characters. Oh, so many. But here's the thing. You only got to care about, like, four of them. Oh, tell me about because the ones the we care about, Star. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll start with the ones we care about, maybe. Um, so I sent you a picture of the full the full cast, the mm -hmm. full Idaroos. So the ones you need to care about, uh, there's Kotono, who is one of the two, like, arguably lead characters. Uh, she is the one in the front and center. Uh, she has kind of, like, long black hair, straight across bangs, looks very serious. Yes. And she's serious blue, business. I assume, her image color? Uh, yes, she is blue. You don't have to care about image colors. I don't remember most it's of them. It's okay. It's always the blue <laughs> ones that are sad and No, serious. yeah, for real. For real. Okay, and then the other main character that you have to remember and worry about is Sakura. Surprisingly, not the pink one. Oh. Um, she is, she's got, like, these orangey blonde pigtails. She's, she's not, like, super genki, but she's very cheerful. She's happy. She doesn't have, like, big main character energy. She has small main character energy, I would argue. Yes. She has, she's a very good bean. She has the ponytail character energy. Yes. Double side ponytails, <laughs> pigtails character. So the other two that you kind of have to worry about for the sake of, like, the overall plot is, uh, Mana and she is not in this main picture. I sent you a few pictures of her. Uh -huh. She looks a lot like Kotono. Confusing. Um, 
don't worry about it. <laughs> um, she ha- she also has like long black hair. Um, she's got the world's smallest side ponytail. I see, and she has a little like, gradient, a blue gradient in her hair. Yeah, j- just a little bit. Yeah, just a little like slight blue gradient to the bottom of her hair. And then their producer is uh, Makino who is um, just the world's most generic anime boy um, character design. He has short black hair. He looks like Idolmaster producer if he was a lot younger. Yes. He has baby he's, canoni- he's canonically only like 20. Oh. He is baby. But yeah, so those are the ones you have to care about. Okay. Uh, the rest of them, debatable. Because, <laughs> like, I think this has, like, a game that's going to go in, that will theoretically go into more of the characters. For the sake of the anime, you do not have to care about the rest of these chumps. I will mention them, and I will, like, go into their personalities a little bit when we get introduced to them. But for the most part, those four are the only ones you need to remember. So one more time, there's Kotono, the serious one. Blue. There's Sakura, the, the cute one. Orange. Or, <laughs> yes. There is Mana, um, who I will explain her deal in a minute. And uh, Makino, who is the manager. Yes. This series has the unfortunate thing where they have a lot of characters whose names start with the same letter. That's fair. And all the idols we throw by the wayside, like in all the other ones. All the yep, AKB girls are, like, they're hanging out with the AKB girls I didn't talk about. Yeah, basically, because like, <laughs> there, there's two more characters. There's May and Ray in the same idol group. And I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> there is Saki and Shizuku and Suzu and Sakura all in the same and idol Star group. And, and Sarah. <laughs> Star and Sarah. The two of us. There can only be one S character. That's true. I understand. I <laughs> we have to fight. <laughs> Good luck trying to beat me, idol girls. It's true. Sarah is, she craves violence. I do crave <laughs> violence. <laughs> She's roughly about the size of the rest of the other idols, though, and I am very tall, so I could probably, like, push some of them around. I would make it through a few of them before Sarah kicked my ass. I would tear everyone up alive. But not me, though, right? If there can be only one star, but, but not me, though, one. right? If there's only but one, not me. one, but not me, though, right? I can't make any promises. Sarah, <laughs> I thought what we had was special. So, Star, tell me what it takes to be top idol in Idly Pride. Okay, well, apparently the, the thing... Okay, so I'll go ahead and do, like, a quick disclaimer. This show's fucking sad. Oh. Like I said at the start of it, it is a show about idols and grief and processing grief. That's, like, literally the entire show. So let's get into it and explain why. Because episode one is a prologue. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire episode is a prologue. So for this prologue, you need to remember Makino, the manager, and Mana, who is oh. top Idaru. Um, But they're not Idolu and manager yet. They are still in high school when this prologue begins. Oh. So five years ago, uh, we meet Mana, um, who has just been scouted to be an idol. Ooh, and fresh. Makino. Yes, fresh. Fresh fish. Fresh idol. Um, so Makino is an acquaintance of hers. He sits next to her in class. Um, he's got glasses when he's in high school, so he very much looks like the run-of-the-mill nerd. Mm. Um, and so she was scouted to be an idol, and so she kind of, like, drag pulls him aside after class and is like, hey, I want to ask you something. And he thinks he's about to get asked out. And he's like, but no, that kind of thing would never happen to me. 
And then she's like, I want you to help me be an idol. And he's like, what? And so she's like, I want you to um, help and like join my idol agency and like work as a manager. Um, because I, I just want somebody to help me through this. Well, good on his resume for his uh, university admissions. Basically, yeah, except I don't (laughs) think he ever goes to college. I think he just gets this job at the idol agency and then just never leaves. Hey, it's a pay gig. Um, but yeah, so he ends up joining the agency as an intern. Um, so he is kind of helping behind the scenes. Also, we get some hints that she likes him, but she never outwardly says it. It's just kind of hinted. It's like, oh, well, you know, I just picked you because you sat next to me and you were convenient. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, sure, girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so we are also introduced to something called the Venus system. And the Venus system is an idol ranking system, um, that pretty much all major idols are in on. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's like, it's AI-based, um, and it ranks idols based on their performance quality and audience reactions, and you rise through the ranks of the Venus system by directly competing in concert with other idols, and then the AI decides who wins, and that's how you rise through the ranks. And it will be Sarah. And it apparently will be Sarah, and Star will just die. Yep. Everyone's dead. Yep. Unless your name begins with something that's not an S, in which case you're on your own. so yeah we kind of have this montage of her rise to stardom like rising through the ranks competing with other idols and she's performing as a solo artist she basically just becomes this hugely popular solo solo idol everyone loves her everyone adores mana and over this we have a montage set to one of her songs a montage a montage thank you Mm -hmm. um we have a song um, that's actually been on my Spotify playlist since I first heard it because it's cute as hell. It's called First Step because, of course, it is. Okay, so after graduating high school, um, Mana decides she wants to enter the Venus Grand Prix which is a tournament specifically for newcomer idols who are enrolled in the Venus system. Um, so she makes it through the first several rounds. She kills it and she's unstoppable. Nothing can stop her. But on the day of the finals, mm-hmm. um, there's some scheduling conflict and her producer has to just kind of like send her to the venue by herself. And she never makes it to the venue. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because she went on vacation. She just went on the forever vacation. Because she became Center Nova. Oh, I... I Uh, mean... uh, uh, Oh, no! I... uh, She... (laughs) Uh. So, um... It, it's unclear in the anime. They don't really go into specifics of what happened. You, you kinda just, like, watch from Makino's perspective as he's told something happened. It cuts to the hospital. And you're, like, looking at this door mm. where the, like, the little operating sign is turned off. I understand. And he's like, she quit her job to become a surgeon. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, she was just like, I'm sorry, Maki. No, I've decided to follow a career in medicine. Goodbye. I can't be an idol anymore. No. Um, she is killed in a car crash. And the the anime is unclear on this. They're extremely vague, but I did look it up. I think in the game, maybe they go into more specifics. 
But they just call in the anime they just call it an accidental death. Oh. And so basically, um, like this the final round of this Grand Prix tournament just never happens. Um, they just cancel it because like one of their performers just died suddenly. Mm-hmm. And so later on, we see Makino kind of like walking through their old school, um, just trying to like process what happened. And he's kind of convinced that it was a prank because it was like, it's the perfect setup. Like, there's no way that she's actually dead, right? And then he goes to her old classroom and there she is. Oh, it's Mana. She's there at the old school in the middle of the night and she's a fucking ghost. Rip. Rip. Yeah, so Makino is the only one who can see her. <laughs> okay. And she she can talk to him, she can like float around, and we cut ahead to present day several years later, and she's just like, Yeah, I've just been I'm a I'm a ghost. Nobody else can see me. I'm Mana. Yay! There must be some reason why my soul hasn't been able to move on to the afterlife. I it probably has something to do with something, but I don't know. Anyway, mm. I'm here now. I love it. Ghost idols. Yeah, ghost idols. So, like, this was kind of the twist that I talked about back when we did the anniversary episode that I didn't want to spoil, mm-hmm. where it kind of sets up an interesting premise in the first episode of, like, the ghost of this past idol is just hanging around, and how is that going to influence the current day idols? Yeah. Ghost idol. Ghost idol. Uh, the answer is it makes everyone sad, especially me. Um, uh, it's pretty uh, low-key at the start, but, like, it gets very... Like, I I legitimately, like, cried at the end of the show. Which, like I said, I watched, like, two hours ago, um, and I'm still reeling a little bit uh-oh. over things. Uh, so, yeah. So, the end of the episode, um, the agency um, is called Hosh... Oh, God, what is it? Hoshimi? Yeah, so it's a Hoshimi Productions is where Makino, the producer, works. And so they finally decided that after all these years, they're finally going to start recruiting new idols, which makes me wonder, like, what have they been doing in the interim? Because Mana's been dead for, like, two or three years. Yeah, that's uh, that doesn't feel like a good business model, but... Yeah, maybe not. Like, they have one other idol, um, and we'll get to her, um, but she's not very popular. Um, so she mostly just works as their office assistant. I mean, hey... Eh, you know, whatever works. But yeah, so um, it's time for them to start recruiting new idols. And uh, two new girls show up at the agency, and it's and it's uh, Kotono and Sakura. Whoa. Before we learn their names, we cut to the credits. Bum-bum. Bum-bum. So that's episode one. And the credits is of the first episode is the first time we hear the OP. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very cutesy. I wrote down, it's pretty standard idol fare. Um, as far as vibes, it actually kind of reminds me of the Cinderella Girls opening. Mm-hmm. It kind of has, like, similar, like, twinkly, happy Destiny vibes and stuff like that. Um, it is mostly 2D. I didn't mention this. Um, so this show is animated by Studio Lerche, um, which is the same company. They also animated Given. And not an idol anime, but they also did um, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, which I've only watched a little bit of, but is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a very pretty anime. Oh. Like, it's very pretty. It's not, this isn't your mom's wake up, girls. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty anime. Like, the faces get a little weird depending on the angle, but overall, it's a very pretty show. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, so it's, it's not wake up t- girls. It's wake girls. It's woke girls. No, no, it's wake girls because they're having a wake because she's dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because I murdered her to become top idol. Sarah, her name doesn't even start with an S. <laughs> it wasn't an accident at all. It was me, Sarah, it all was along. Sarah, the idol killer. <laughs> Sarah bot 3.0 coming in. Oh <laughs> shit. But Sarah, what about the code of robotics? You cannot harm a human or take an action that would cause a human to come. I haven't seen the fucking movie. I don't know shit. Sarah bot plays by no rules. Episode two. Woo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we pick up pretty much exactly where episode one left off. So we are formally introduced to Kotono who is Mana's younger sister. Ah. Which is why they look so much alike. Once you have the same hair, you're siblings, I understand. Siblings, 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 siblings. They really they really <laughs> missed out by not giving her a side ponytail on the other side for, like, a Riku I, 10 thing. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I, not gonna lie, Idol of Seven, like, that's now my favorite thing. It's, like, not the same hair color, but just, like, reverse the hairstyle, because that's even <laughs> reverse, stupider. Reverse, <laughs> Like, that and, like, Katori and her mom and Love Life just... Mm-hmm. Love the sibling hairstyles. Sweet. Because we are siblings and we have the same hair. Yep. But yeah, so the difference is that Kotono's bangs are a little straighter. Um, and Mana has the itty bit. Like, I need you guys to imagine, like, the most comically small. It's basically she has an ahoge on the side of her head. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of pointing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's them. So she is there. For idol auditions. She is very, very serious. She is like, Chihaya serious turned up to 11. She's just like, she wants to be an idol. Mm -hmm. She wants to be specifically a top idol. She wants to get to the top of the Venus rankings because she wants to um, less follow in her sister's footsteps and more achieve the dream that her sister could not. Girl's gonna have to get through me first, though. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Waiting at the end of the Super Smash Bros. course is Sarah, <laughs> who you do have to fight to be top idol. <laughs> and there can only be one. And this is not fighting in any sort of idol activity. This is just fighting. Punching and kicking. <laughs> and flipping for you. <laughs> well, you know. You flipped me like the first week we met it on hap- the ground. It happens. It does. It did. I was just like, hey, Sarah, I, I'm trying to get your attention. Wow, there's the ceiling. I'm on the ground. <laughs> it's a reflex. Anyway, so um, so Mana is also there. So Mana's just kind of like in the background of scenes. She's a ghost. No one else can see her except Makino. And he'll occasionally like react to things he says. And then the rest of the characters are like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, nothing. Uh-oh. But it's played very straight. It's definitely not played for comedy, which I thought was interesting. It's just like he sometimes like looks over at her and reacts. And then other characters are just like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Anyway, idols. I see dead people. 
I walking around like regular people. I see dead idols walking around like regular idols. And then Mob from my Mob Psycho shows up, and then oh no, <laughs> oh jeez, oh jeez, yeah. So um, she is in there. Uh, so Mana's like surprised because she's like, I kind of thought that she hated idols. Um, and we'll stick a pin in that. We'll get back to that. Um, so while auditions are happening, like Kotono's in there having an interview, and Sakura just wanders into the interview room. Oh. Um, because one of, like, so another one of the idols, um, her name is Haruko. She's in that picture I sent you. She has kind of, like, medium-length, dark brown hair. She looks like a mom. Mm-hmm. Very much the Ada Ada type. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, like, the one who's been working as the assistant. Oh. She's really not important, but she's, like, one of the ones, she, like, brings Sakura in, and she's like, Oh, well, this girl just wandered in off the street. I thought she wasn't here for the auditions. And Sakura's like, wow, is this an audition? Are you guys auditioning to be idols? Can I draw audition to be an idol too? Nice. And Kotono's just like, you're so fucking frivolous. What the hell? Being an idol is serious business. Mm-hmm. And Sakura's just like, oh, don't worry about it. My heart led me here. Classic idol main girl dynamic. A I know. plus, <laughs> they're in love. <laughs> I mean, I feel... <laughs> listen, if you watch this, I feel like you would absolutely ship them. Hey, like, hey, I know hey. you. I already ship them. We're good. <laughs> but yeah, so Sakura's whole thing is she's like, I've just been kind of following where my heart leads me. Um, because she's like, when I walked past this building, I felt my heart beat really fast and I wanted to see <gasps> what was going on. She has ESP. She has something. She can sense <laughs> ghosts. She can sense idol vibes. She can sense idol ghosts. And vibes. <laughs> but yeah, and so um, they're like, okay, you're weird, but I guess if you want to audition, you can. And Sakura's like, oh, I can sing. And she starts singing, and everyone is just fucking floored because she sings that song from the first episode, and she sounds exactly like Mana. She just sings the song from Given, the Mafuyu song. Mada! (laughs) (laughs) And everyone starts crying, (laughs) including me. Uh, No, but she starts singing that first step song, and everyone, like, especially Kotono, is just like, wait, you sound exactly like my sister. What the hell? Oh. Mm hmm. Surprise. And remember that, because it's important. Um, that Sakura sounds exactly like Mana. Um, so they both managed to pass the audition. So two Idarus, we've wow. obtained them. So Kotono is still kind of like wary of Sakura. She's like very serious and Sakura's like struggling with basic training exercise. Um, and at this point we get a flashback um, of Kotono. She kind of like, back when they were younger and Mana was still an idol, she kind of resented Mana because, like, she was always off being an idol and being famous. And Kotono's like, I feel like I never see you anymore. Um, and just like, I wish you had never been an idol because you're, it's like, it's like you don't even care about me anymore. That kind of thing. Oh. Um, and then we see, like, a slightly later flashback. 
um, where Kotono finds Mana's diary and starts flipping through it, and she just kind of gets upset but ends up holding on to it. Oh. And put a pin in that, because it's going to come up a few more times. So Mana is, like, thinking, is like, huh, you know, I never pinned Kotono as the type of person to be an idol, but maybe if she achieves my dream for me, maybe I'll finally be able to pass on and not be a ghost anymore. Eh? Hmm. Interesting. Should have been haunting her sister instead, but sure. I wonder how this will play out. I wonder how this will play out. Um, anyway, so. And I think in the end, okay, here's my prediction. Okay, okay, lay it on me. Uh, Sarabot 3.0 is going to come in, murder everyone, and then everyone is a ghost. The world, and then it's Zombieland Saga. And then it's Zombieland Saga. It's Ghostland Tokyo. Ghostland Tokyo. And then the spirits of these girls who have died will possess the spirit, will possess girls for centuries in the future. Oh no. <laughs> and then AKB 0048. Illuminati. It was, Everything is connected. It was me. I was the key all along. It's true, Sarah, it's you! I knew you were the one! I knew there was a reason I started this podcast with you. You are the center, the eye of the Illuminati. Oh, start- wow. you didn't start the podcast with me, you started it with Sarah 1.0. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Tell me more about yeah, Idly Pride! So, so, um, we are- so, just at the end of this episode, I'm- I'm thinking to myself, I'm having that thought I have- in a lot of anime, where I'm like, wow, I know there's supposed to be a lot of girls in this show, and I'm glad that they're kind of taking their time and introducing them to us one at a time and really letting us get a grasp on their character. Boom! Four new girls! Girls! <laughs> girls! Girls! So I'll go ahead and introduce. So the four new ones we are introduced to is basically the whole top row of that picture I sent you. Yes. So they are Suzu, Saki, Chisa, and Shizuku. Ooh, that's a rough uh, batch to have all at once. Yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and describe them briefly, but again, you can just, I'll tell you about these characters and you can immediately forget about them because they are not relevant to the plot. Ooh. Aside from like being there in, in scenes and like making it difficult for the animators. Suzu is the one on the far right. Um, she's got blonde hair, like kind of ashy blonde hair. Uh, it's long. She's got like a little side braid. Uh, she's very much like the kind of child of a mega conglomerate CEO. She's like, oh, yes, everyone knows my company. We're famous in this city. She doesn't do the Ojosama laugh, but she 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 could and I would get it. She's kind of the Iori. She is the Iori. Absolutely. Okay. But like more. Gotcha. More like, oh, yes, my family's rich. You've heard of my name. Yeah, she's Iori. <laughs> um, Saki is the one with the ponytail. She's got, like, kind of this darker, ashy hair, like, ashy brown. Uh, she's got a ponytail. She's like the mom, but she's the strict mom. Gotcha. She's, like, telling you to do your chores while smiling, and everyone's like, she's intimidating. Oh, God, don't <laughs> make her mad. So, like, idol, idol seven so, maybe? Yeah, but less yonder. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then Chisa is the one. She has the same hair color as the previous girl, Saki, because they are sisters. Ah, that's um, how you know. That's how you know. Uh, she's got hair kind of like over one eye. She's the shy one. Ooh, ooh. 
Who would have thought with hair over one eye? I know, she's very much like the Yukiho. She kind of always talks like she's whispering and she's she's shy and she doesn't like talking much. She she's she's a babe and I love my sister. I don't know. I only joined because my sister joined and we both love idols. Ooh. That kind of thing. And then Shizuku is like if Usagi from Sailor Moon dyed her hair blue and then chopped her pigtails off. Gotcha. Because she's got, like, well, I mean, she does not have the same personality. Um, the wiki describes her as an idol otaku, and she very much is. I, I feel like I've heard her voice actress in something else before. Ooh. But she kind of talks in, like, that, like, horse whisper a little bit. Like, a little bit robotic horse whis- horse whispering. And I just realized that She's a horse like whisperer. Yeah, she yeah. Right? The horses. I'm actually going to look this up because, like, I feel like I've heard her voice before. Okay, she's apparently only been in, like, four things, but one of them was Uma Musume. Oh, horse. Horse, horse. horse. She's a horse, horse whisperer. Boy. Yep. But yeah, she just, she she sounds very familiar, but basically her voice is, like, very kind of, like, quiet. Um, She whispers a lot, but not in, not in, like, a shy voice, just kind of, like, a low-key voice. It's hard to explain. But basically, so there's those four. Again, you do not have to remember them because they are not important. They are supporting characters. All I remember is one of them's a horse. Nay, nay. Anyway, um, <laughs> episode three. Um, so it is morning the next day and we are in the dorms and we see an ad on TV for Liz Noir. Um, oh. a, a rival idol group. That's the last picture I sent you. There's two of them. They're kind of like techno-goth a little bit. Um, Put a pin in them because they'll be important later. Mm -hmm. Um, So at school, Kotono, a serious one, um, she has a friend named Nagisa. Um, I'll go ahead and spoil it that she becomes a member of the idol group later. She is the one on the far right with the pink hair. I see. Um, She's got like maroonish pink hair. It's like a short little bob. Um, she's the pink one. Well, one of the, she's like the hot pink one. Um, you do not have to remember her except that she is Kotono's friend. Sounds um, good. I can remember yeah. Nagisa because that's also the AKB pink one. Yep, right. Okay. So, um, so Kotono just kind of like talks about being an idol and she's like, oh, well, you know me, I'm not really good at getting along with people. And I'm like, I get you. I get you, girl. I get it. You're blue. You don't get along with people. Gotcha. It, yeah. Yeah. Understood. The basic. (laughs) But yeah, so um, back at the office, the girls are complaining that they're kind of tired of just doing basic training. Uh, So they decide that they're going to work on choreography for for like a basic song. They don't really tell you what song because they don't have like their actual group put together yet. The girls are making plans to hang out after work. Kotono doesn't want to join them. She goes off to practice by herself instead. Oh, Um, what a surprise. What a surprise. Yeah, the loner. Um, And then Makino, their manager, runs into her, and they kind of have this conversation. And she's still frustrated by the fact that she has to be in a group. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like, I wanted to be a solo idol like my sister. Why do we need a group? Um, I wanted to rise to the top by myself and be just like my sister was. And so Makino says, like, the top-ranking idols are all groups, and we need kind of a diverse group in order to do well. Hmm. Um, and also, he considers Mana kind of a miracle um, that she was able to do so well and get so far. Um, and he's like, I'm not sure if that if anyone could ever repeat what she did. Because cool. she was just that amazing and that 
like wonderful as an idol. Um, Kotono is still kind of like hesitant, but she's like, I'll be fine as long as I can someday stand on the same stage as my sister. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the next day, who shows up at the idol agency but Nagisa, the friend? Yay! Wow, turns out she applied in secret because she kind of wanted to help Kotono out. There you go. And that is her entire personality. It's like she is friends with Kotono and wants to help Kotono. That's all I know about her, and I watched the whole anime. There you go. I watched the whole thing. That's <laughs> all they give us about her. Literally all they give us about this character, who is in this idol group for the whole time. That's all I know about her is Kotono's friend. What a world. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> I know, right? So so now there's a total of seven. We have yet to meet the last handful. Um, so that night, um, all of the girls are back in their dorms together, and they are talking about... The- Mana comes up in conversation. Um, and they're talking about, like, wow, yeah, Mana was so, ch- was so amazing. She was an amazing idol. I want to be just like Mana. And Kotono kind of gets awkward and leaves. So they don't know that they're siblings. No, they, they, they actually find out, I think, during this conversation. Okay. Um, and they're like, wow, your sister was amazing. What's it like being related to her? And it's like, I know she passed away, but like, wow, that's awesome that you're fulfilling her dream. And Kotono's just like, I gotta go, bye. Bye. Yeah. Um, and then Nagisa kind of reassures the group. is like, don't worry, she, she's just like that. She probably just felt bad about making it awkward, so she just leaves. She's straightforward like that. And I'm like, okay, girl. Yep, sure. You are here to be the the interpreter for Kotono's angst. Yep. I get it. <laughs> the friend helps out the blue one. Yep, the red friend and the blue one. She's kind of a Haruka a little bit. A little bit. Like a watered-down Haruka almost. Whose only personality is... Friend. Is friend. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like, okay, so here's my thing, right? Is I kind of feel bad for these characters because, like, genuinely, you get, like a little bit of interactions mm-hmm. with them. You get, like, just the surface level of their personalities throughout this entire anime. Um, but at the same time, I almost don't mind because the show is not about them. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Which is, like, a weird opinion to have on a show, but, like, it makes sense. Because it's not, like, overall, this show is not about this idol group. This show is about the characters, like, a handful of characters in this idol group. Mm-hmm. I mean, and But it at definitely... the same time, you could have cut half the cast and the show could have still gone on. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense, especially for, uh, there's a lot of idol anime we've watched, which really was to supplement whatever game exists. And that feels like that's the way it is. Yeah, the Wikipedia definitely classifies this as one of those quote-unquote multimedia projects. It's mm-hmm. been adapted as a manga series, and I think the game just came out yeah. recently. And it, it, it kind of is the same way where their reasoning for having a lot of idols makes them top idol. Having a lot of idols also makes more people interested in the franchise because they might have a voice actress they like yep. or yep. gotcha game. <laughs> yep. Easier to pick a best girl if there's a lot of them mm-hmm. and then you want to spend money trying to roll for your best girl's JPEG. Or buy the CD with the voice actress you like even if she's only a background character in the anime. Capitalism! Yay! <laughs> anyway. Um, so at practice, um, Kotono is worried that like she's not improving fast enough. 
She's like, am I really going to be able to catch up to my sister at this rate? Um, but then the two girls from Liz Noir show up. <gasps> oh. Um, this is that electro goth group. Love them. Um, so these two characters, they look remarkably similar to each other. They both have short hair that's like a very similar color. One has gray hair and one has bluer hair. But in the picture I sent Sarah, they look pretty much the same. Yep. Um, the one on the left is the one with the gray hair and the one on the right is the one with the blue hair, but in this lighting, you can't really tell. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know they have names. <laughs> I think it's Rio and Owie, but again, they're just there to be rivals sometimes. They're not super important. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so they show up, um, to watch their practice. Um, they kind of have a history with like the... I don't know if he, I guess he's the president. Um, there's like the president of their production agency used to manage the Liz Noir girls. And then he branched off and started his own company. Mm -hmm. And so there was like kind of a whole thing where they're like trying to get, his name is Saigusa and they're trying to get him to come back to their company and he doesn't want to. And they're like, fine, you'll, I'll, I'll be a top idol and you'll regret this. Eh. Oh. Um, there's like a little bit of backstory there. I don't care. Um, <laughs> So they watch the um, the idol girls dance, and they're they're kind of messy because they just started training. And so then the Liz Noir girls like are able to figure out the dance. Like after just watching these girls fumble their way through it, they're like, "Okay, yeah, we got it." And they just fucking tear up the dance floor. Um, and the new girls are all amazed, and they practice with them a little bit. Um, and it kind of is a bonding moment for all of the idols. Like, all of the Hoshimi girls, like, our mm -hmm. main girls, they're like, that was actually really cool. Um, do you, you guys recorded their performance, right? Do you guys, like, want to watch it back and, like, see what we can improve on? They're like, yeah. And so Koton is kind of, like, leading the charge on, like, helping motivate the other girls to improve. And it kind of is a thing that brings them together, which is Yay. nice. They did yeah. it without sports, even. Without sport, well, dancing is a sport. That's but true. But not, not the way that we usually classify sports specifically on this sport. show, which is sport ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's no balls in idol anime. <laughs> Unless it's Idolish 7 or Unless <laughs> I was going to go to high school musical, actually. Oh, well, I went to the bad place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Episode oh, what? I'm sorry. I was thinking, like, wait a second. I thought Idol Seven was the only one with basketballs. I remember now. We're talking about testicles. <laughs> it took you that long? Yes! Sarah! I was thinking, like, yeah, there were basketballs in Idol Seven. To be fair, I did forget about the Idol Seven basketballs. <laughs> Sarah! Yes! I was talking about testicles, Sarah! <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh boy, idol anime, am I right? Anyway, episode four. Mm -hmm. So we have seven girls. I think we need some more. I think we do too. I, I think we need some more girls, don't we? Yeah, we do need more girls. I think we need some more goyles in this group. We gotta have an even number. So, um, Makino is walking home, um, and he's kind of, like, walking up this hill, and Mana's next to him, and they're just kind of, like, talking, but there's nobody around, so it doesn't matter that he looks like he's talking to himself. Um, and there's, like, this weird bit of geography where they're, like, on a hill, and it's, like, kind of terraced in a weird way, so it's, like, 
the hill goes straight up for people to walk and drive on, and then it's just, like, a bunch of constant, like, right angles, like rice paddies on a hill. Have you ever, like, seen that? Yeah. It's like that, but it's just, like, grass. Um, And so you see this girl, like, up on one of these raised sections, and she's, like, playing with a cat. Oh, and the cat um, will be an idol, just like Udapri. It's Cecil Udapri, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But no, so she she's like, oh, hi, can you help me get down? And Makino's like, what do you mean help you get down? And she just fucking jumps off, like, oh. a 10-foot, like, thing, and, like, into his arms. And she's like, thanks for the catch. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go home. Bye. Oh, yeah, bye to the nice-looking lady, too. And <gasps> there's, like... She can see ghosts. <laughs> she can see the ghost. She can see Mana. Yeah. And oh. both of them are just like shocked, but they don't have any time to deal with it because she just fucking runs off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, so the girls, all the idol girls are at home. They are watching um, recordings of some other idols, um, including Mana and another I- uh, rival group called Trinity Yale. Oh. Um, I will... Copy and paste that into the chat so you know how to spell that because it's weird. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, but they are um, so their whole thing. So so um, Liz Noir is um, their color scheme is heavily centered in black. Um, Trinity L, they are very much white. And- oh my god, they're blue and black and white and gold. <laughs> yeah, just like the dress. Yep. <laughs> what color are the idols? Uh, but anyway, so Trinity L is a trio. Um, cause Trinity get it. <laughs> wow. Um, so they are another rival idol group. They will be important later. Put a pin in that for now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so they're just inspired and they want to practice more. And so they go to Makino and ask to do the same training that Mana used to do. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get you. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna get you guys a coach. And they're like, oh my God, we're gonna get a coach. Yay! Coach. Oh, also, one thing I forgot to mention. So the girls all live in this dorm. Um, it's basically just like this big house. Um, and then Makino lives basically in the shed behind the house. Oh. He was gonna have a room in the actual house, and then the girls were like, no boys allowed, and kick him out, and he lives in a shed now. Well, I mean, hey, at least he has his own spot, I guess. Yeah, he's got his own little space. Like, it's got, like, furniture and stuff. It's not, like, a shack, but it's, like, it's like a little one-room apartment mm-hmm. just behind the house that's just there. And so that's that's his zone. Um, And so they're looking at their current lineup of idols, uh, Makino and Mana are. Um, and they're like, okay, we got seven girls, but I feel like they're missing something. And Mana's like, yeah, they're kind of too perfect. We need <laughs> we need something to keep the audience in suspense. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, like, make you think, like, they're always a little bit on the verge of just something bad going wrong. <laughs> but because it makes them more engaging to watch, I guess. Yes. Chaos. Um, yeah, they need some chaos in the group because the group isn't very chaotic right now. They're just kind of bland. They're oatmeal with no spice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go, so Makino um, thinks back to that random girl who jumped off a ledge the other day. And can see and ghosts. He's like, yeah, and can see ghosts. And he's like, huh, I wonder if I could find her again. And so he goes back to the same place and he runs into her again. Hey. Um, he intru- She introduces herself as May. Mm-hmm. So M-E-I. 
Um, also, she is in, she, spoilers, eventually joins the idol group. So <gasps> in this main shot, she is kind of in the center. She's got like this, um, like kind of light brown, warm brown hair. She's got like a half ponytail. So she's got a ponytail, but sh- some of her hair is also down. Mm-hmm. She She's cute. I like her. Um, she is arguably one of the more important side characters because she does do some stuff with Mana later, but you just need to remember she's the one who can see ghosts. She's Genki and she can see ghosts. Nice. Yeah, she arguably has more main character energy than Sakura, but she is very much a side character. Yes. Yes. So she, so Makino goes and finds her, and instead of playing with a cat this time, she is like sitting up on this ledge overlooking like a residential street. And she is watching this girl practice dancing, just like in front of her house. Oh, convenient. Uh-huh. And spoilers, this other girl also eventually joins the idol group. Yay! Uh, so this is Ray. May and Ray. May and Ray. Um, so Ray is the like blonde one. She's like like actual blonde hair. Um, it's kind of long. She's got like a su- god. She is the other blonde with a side braid, mm-hmm. um, but it's different because it's shorter and it ends in like a little ponytail. Um, she is also kind of serious, but her whole thing is she loves to dance. Oh, there you so go. That's Ray- so that's Ray's thing. And Ray's thing is she's like a famous dancer. She's won a lot of high school dance competition and May likes to like go up on this ledge and watch her practice. There you go. Yeah, and then while they're watching her, um, Ray calls the police, and she's like, hey, there's a suspicious-looking guy talking to a girl near my house, and Makino and Ray just, like, run off. Oh. Or Mak- Makino and May run off. Sorry, God, that's gonna be so confusing. <laughs> Luckily, I won't have to talk about them much after this segment. Nope. So so Makino runs off with May, the girl who can see ghosts, the Genki one, and asks, hey, do you want to be an idol? And May says, yeah. yeah. Um, so she is now in the idol group. Yay. Uh, so later, Ray shows up. May shows up. I typed it wrong in my notes. Uh Uh-oh. The next day, May shows up at practice, and she's like, hi, I'm going to be in the group. And Kotono's like, hey, producer, what the fuck? Um, And she's like, did you think that our group wasn't good enough? And Makino basically goes like, yeah. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a ghost told me to do it. <laughs> yeah, a ghost told me to do it. No. <laughs> um, but he's basically like, I felt like you guys were missing something and she can hopefully fill in some of the some of those gaps. And the gap was they didn't have enough cheerful main character energy, as it turns out. Mm. Um, I, I described her in my notes as May is basically Miki from Idolmaster if she got some pills to help her stay awake. Oh, so if she wasn't sleeping all the time. Mm-hmm. She's May with caffeine supplements. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I don't know if I said that right. She's Miki with caffeine supplements yes. so that she can stay awake. Yeah. That's basically May's personality. So later, um, after she moves into the dorm, uh, Makino drags May over to his little, like, side house um, to hang out with Mana. And yeah. Mana's just excited that she finally has another girl to talk to. Yeah, I bet. And she's like, I've just been hanging out with this asshole for like two years and I haven't been able to talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, they play cards. Yay. Um, and there's like a whole little thing where like the other girls get suspicious about why the new girl's been hanging out in the producer's room so much. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so later... Um, we have, we have a bath scene, 
um, with May, the new Genki girl, and Sakura, um, main character pigtails. Mm-hmm. And um, the scene is mostly just like them chatting for a little bit, but then um, at some point, May points out a scar on Sakura's chest. We as the audience do not get to see it. It's actually pretty tasteful for a bath scene. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mostly just see them from behind, um, like shoulders up from the back. Um, and Sakura is like, oh, yeah, that was from my surgery. But I- I'm all better now. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but I did have surgery a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but when I hear that, I immediately think they are going to pull some Angel Beats shit on me. <laughs> I know it. Did you ever finish Angel Beats? I did watch all of Angel Beats. Because I know, I know Athena... That was, like, a whole thing. It's just, like, the show is too sad. I feel like if I finish it, I will just die. We we both finished it. You both finished oh, it, yes. so you know what happens at the end of Angel Beats that yes, would put me on edge with this shit. I understand. <laughs> just, like, we're four episodes in, and I'm already, like, clenching my desk, being like, they're gonna pull some Angel Beat shit <laughs> on me. This is a, They are setting up the Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make me fucking sad later. So, yeah, remember that this conversation happens. Because it is important. And we'll get mm-hmm. back to that. The show likes to set up like a little tower of dominoes. Um, and you just waiting to know when they... F- you do not stack dominoes in a tower. What the fuck? Yep, but here we are. <laughs> here Star we are. dominoes. Me and my metaphors. Anyway, like they like to... What I enjoy about the show is like they do set stuff up in advance. So it doesn't feel like it comes out of nowhere. It's just like, hey, remember this. This will be important. Remember this. It'll be important. Um... And it's just like, okay, yeah, I can follow this narrative. Hell yeah. Um, But also, I am, like, I've got my hackles up. I'm like, you're going to pull some feelsy shit on me. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) cry. So eventually, um, Kotono, the series one, she warms up to May and she's like, yeah, I guess you were right. Lessons aren't quite as tense anymore. She really does help kind of, like, loosen up the room. Um... And then later is kind of like the epilogue of this episode. Uh, Makino and Mana are trying to decide who's going to be the center of this idol group. Hmm. Episode five. Oh, who's the center? Who is the center? Well, um, both, kind of. So the episode starts with an announcement. Sakura, um, Chisa, the little shy baby, and Shizuku, the blue-haired one, will be forming their own group with Sakura as the leader. And then the other girls will be their own group with uh, Kotono as their leader. Uh Oh. Two groups. Double group. Double group. So Makino's um, excuse for this is, um, you guys have to be separated so that your lights will shine brighter and complement each other like the moon and the sun. And that kind of becomes their vibe. Sure. So like, so like Sakura's group is called, like, I'll, I'm spoiling this a little bit, but their group eventually is called Sunny Peace. Mm. Like P-E-A-C-E. Um, and they're very, like, cute, ganky orange. And then uh, Kotono's group is a moon tempest. And they're, like, kind of the more, like, serious, like, edgy cool group. aspect. The edgy group. <laughs> and they're, like, very blue. So I, I kind of dig the aesthetics. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, there'll be, like, the moon and the sun. Um, mm-hmm. and he also does apologize for, like, splitting them up. He's like, I wish I had come up with this sooner so you guys didn't think you were all gonna be part of the same group, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I'm- we'll make it work. Um, and then also, so that they're even five and five, Sakura's group gets two new members. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's Ray, uh, the girl from the previous episode, who is a very good dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haruko, which is the girl who's been working as an office assistant because she was an idol, but she was not popular. And so she's kind of trying to turn over a new leaf. Um, and this fucking show makes me feel so old. Because, like, all of these girls are in, like, high school except for Haruko. And they're like, oh, well, she's 20. Whoa, so she's, she's old and mature. And I'm she's like, so fucker. She's so old. And, like, <laughs> she tries to do this gag where, like, she wants the other girls to call her Haruko-chan. And she's like, treat me like one of the group. And they're like, well, I don't know. You're so much older than us. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing 30, and people still think that I'm in high school. Like, come on. Yep. This is not, like, if she was 25, then maybe. But she's fucking 20. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, three years older. Or, like, I think only, like, two years older than the next oldest girl. And you're gonna tell me that, like, she's... Puberty is not, like, a fucking... You enter college and then just go into your cocoon and come out an entirely different person. Your brain doesn't stop developing until you're, like, 25. So she'd probably still be acting like the rest of these characters. God damn it, anime, you make me feel so old. Yeah, they they definitely have a problem with, like, the old characters are not actually that old. They, we need we need a 30-year-old idol in here. I Get us know. in here. I know. Well, I mean, side him. But. Yeah, but it's only the boys. <laughs> it's only the boys. I want some old girl idols, god yeah. damn it. Um, but yeah, I just remember, I'm just trying to think about what I was like when I was 20, and that's when you and I lived together in college, and we were like, hanging that cursed Pikachu mask off the side of our Sorry. house. Yeah. We would still do that. You gotta... <laughs> we would okay. still do that. I mean, listen, fair. <laughs> fair. Um, we, we made the window of our dorm into the TARDIS so that people couldn't see into our bathroom. And also it was the TARDIS because it was like 2012. Yep. <laughs> if, if, if whatever was still relevant, we would still do this. <laughs> Here's yep. the thing, Star. Maybe, maybe, we, we, maybe 20 is when you're old because that's just how we are now. <laughs> who you are at 20 is who you are for the rest Breath. of your life <laughs> oh, wow God. i can't oh, no. believe it <laughs> but yeah no petition for anime to stop treating 20 year olds like fully grown mature adults because like no no not even a little bit not me anyway um, so I, I described them a little bit here. Uh, Ray, the dance girl, is serious, but not as much as Kotono. Um, Haruko is the older sister, Ada Ada type. She's a bit like Azusa Idolmaster. Yeah, I was gonna say. She, I don't think she ever actually Ada Adas, but like, again, if she did, I would not be surprised. Yes. So, um, there's kind of a little bit of character development in this episode, like a little bit. Uh, Chisa, the shy baby, is self-conscious that she's not in the same group as her sister. And then the other girls are like, it's okay, just don't be as shy. Uh, they, it's not that, but that's my take on what yeah, happened. Because basically what happens is like, she's like, oh, I'm shy. And then by the episode, the end of the episode, she's like, I'm, I guess I'm just not quite as shy anymore. 
<laughs> there you Nothing go. Nothing really notable happened. I've just decided to be slightly less shy. You can only do so really? much for the not important girls. Yeah, I mean, that's basically, like, and that character development is all we get for, like, most of the yeah. characters. Uh, so there's also, like, a whole thing where, like, Ray is extremely strict trying to teach the girls how to dance, but she also disappears a lot. And we find out that it's because she got a job at a grocery store. Because, like, she wants to be a dancer, but her parents didn't approve, so she became an idol instead. And she's like, if I can be a famous idol, then my parents will have to approve of me. But also, since I kind of just ran out of the house, I don't have any money. Um, mm. um, also, eventually, Sakura helps the girls kind of, like, patch up their tensions. She shows them a flower field, and she's like, look at these flowers! Let's be friends! That works. Yeah, it is kind of a lame episode, but whatever. So, episode six. Mm -hmm. We are halfway through the show and the, we're finally going to see some idol stuff. Um, so, the girls are getting a debut concert. It's at a local festival and it's actually the same place where Mana had her debut all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can still hear her voice. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I am dead, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, um... So they start doing, like, song and dance training to prep. They do interviews. They're, like, doing a photo shoot. It's all over a montage, but kind of like the cute visuals here is it kind of cuts back and forth between them doing idle activities and this, like, little vegetable garden they started in their backyard. And so as the girls grow up, the vegetables also grow. And when they wow. cook the vegetables, the girls also get murdered by Sarah, yeah. top idol. <laughs> <laughs> they get roasted by the fans. Not you, Siri. Siri, Siri wants to be top idol also. Yeah, well, Siri can shut the fuck up and stop interrupting me while I'm recording a podcast. God damn. Anyway, um, so we get a short scene with Trinity Yale, the white and gold idols. Mm -hmm. Um, they're setting themselves up as rivals. Some more, um. Their producer is kind of like the more stern, evil producer. Mm -hmm. um, he's like the never satisfied, like, hmm, you have to be better idols. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll come back to them. Uh, so now it's concert day. Um, we get a little bit of reminiscing on Mana's debut and they were and how like Makino was super nervous until she actually got on stage. And then Mana's like, yeah, I did it. It was awesome. Yeah. And so we get the debut songs for both units. Oh. Um, so I already said uh, Sakura's group goes first. Their group name is Sunny Peace. Uh, the outfits are very cute. They got lots of orange and yellow. The song is pretty cute. Like, very Genki, happy, yay. is very happy. Yeah, good beans. Uh, and then uh, Kotono's group, Moon Tempest, goes up, and they are very much more so like the moody, dramatic blue ones. They kind of have like these slightly more evening wear style dresses. The song's a freaking jam. I love this, this, this yes. jam. It's a good tune. Serious. Beans. But yeah, so that's 
so that is both of their debut songs. And again, like the animation is really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, They do mostly 2D, but kind of just like it's Love Live rules, but with less 3D. Mm -hmm. Um, They really only use 3D for like moving camera shots. So I guess it's more Idolmaster in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Idolmaster movie anyway. Um, And it just looks like really solid all the way throughout. Yeah. It's nice. So, episode seven. Oh, concert ended. Um, yeah, so this this episode is the closest thing we get to filler. Uh-huh. Because um, it's summer, and it's time for summer shenanigans. Beach? Um, so, so, not beach, just uh. playing basically with a pool in their backyard. There like, you they go. have an inflatable pool, and they, like, squirt each other with water guns, and it's, it's yeah. Can the ghosts um, interact with the pool? Uh, the ghost actually goes to the movies with Ray, <laughs> <laughs> nice. and it was actually very cute because Mana's just like, I was so worried because I didn't, I didn't pay for my ticket, and May's like, don't worry, the cash register lady said the ghosts get in for free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, it's my favorite part of this episode. It was I love actually it. very cute. Cash register lady being like, yeah, sure, hon, your ghost can go with you. <laughs> He's like, okay, Mona, let's go watch a movie. <laughs> Surprise! Floating popcorn next to her. Yeah, and they're like sharing a bucket of popcorn, but Mona can't actually interact with the popcorn bucket. Oh, no, it's like, oh no, oh no. It smells so good, but I cannot partake because I'm a fucking ghost. I don't know why I gave her that voice. That is not what she sounds like at all. I think that's what she sounds like. No. Hey, hey kid, you want to know what it takes to be a top idol? Too bad I'm dead. (laughs) I took my secrets to the fucking grave. (laughs) Anyway, so there are a few important things in this episode. Um, So the way that you rise through the the vanks... Rise through the ranks in the Venus system is um, you compete with other idols, basically like a 1v1 concert. So like the first group will perform and then the other group will perform. And then the the, the AI judge decides who is the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girls have been doing pretty well. They've all won each of their individual concert battles. Mm-hmm. Um, they are undefeated so far, which is good. Um, and then we find out. So the next Venus Grand Prix uh, which is that contest that Mana entered in the first episode. Uh, it's been on pause for three years since her death. Mm, since the um, accident. Since the accident, yeah. Um, but they've decided to open up registration for this year. What a coincidence. What a fucking coinkydink, right? I think, actually, I think there might be a line where they say it's like, that's the reason why they wanted to make the idol group now is that's because, fair. like, the the Grand Prix is happening and they want to mm-hmm. participate. Sure. But we need Idaroos first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so both groups agree to join. Um, and then we have just, like, the rest of the episode of swimsuit shenanigans, but... Um, when Sakura is, like, in her swimsuit, again, we do not see it. But some of the other girls comment on her scar that she has on her chest. And she says, yeah, I had heart surgery a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And Kotono hears this and gets kind of concerned. Like, if she had heart surgery, is she sick? Should she be an idol? Hey, Makino, ask her about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So episode eight. Oh, um, is a bit of a time skip. The Grand Prix has been running for like three months. Uh, the girls have been competing and racking up points, 
And by the skin of their teeth, they managed to move on to the finals. Yay! Um, so they're like they're like number si- fifteen and sixteen in the top t- sixteen groups. Oh, mm-hmm. So they're kind of like the dark horse of this year. Um, also, just side note: Liz Noir, the the techno goths, and Trinity Yale, the white and gold babies. They are also competing. Yep, makes sense. Yep. Uh, during their practice, one of the Liz Noir girls, uh, shows up to their rehearsal studio, and she's like, congratulations on getting so far, but hey, Kotono, you're just an inferior copy as Mana, um, because as long as you're just Mana's sister, you'll never surpass her. What a jerky herky. Yeah, so you kind of find out, I think her name is Rio, this girl from Liz Noir, she kind of considered Mana her rival. Mmm. And so she was kind of upset that she was never able to surpass Mana because Mana up and fucking died. Um, and Mana's ghost, she overhears this and gets upset, but she's like, there's nothing I can do. I'm dead. It's like, I can't do anything about it. Poltergeist <laughs> time. Oh, no. <laughs> Knock over some <laughs> things in their dressing room. Very different anime. Like, that's the thing. is like, they had the potential for hijinks in this show, and they really didn't lean into it at all. No, this no. I'm saying show that takes it. they lean into the horror. They have to lean into the horror. <laughs> she has to haunt them and start possessing them and killing them one by one. Oh, that's a very different anime. Get Junji Ito on that. I, okay, <laughs> for real, though, Junji Ito, Junji Ito writes an idol anime. I want to see what the fuck fuck that would look like oh, knowing that bastard horror. he's probably already done it That's but <laughs> i say bastard with love i i adore mm-hmm. junji ito but like what would that even look like oh, it's like perfect best. blue but spookier mm-hmm. more body horror mm-hmm. to become the perfect idol you must grow more limbs to yeah. hold more microphones <laughs> oh oh god no wait wait that's the show about the idol fan Dude is so obsessed with supporting his idol, he grows extra limbs with which to hold extra king blades so he can more perfectly support his idols, and then just eventually becomes a walking mound of arms. I love it. With king blades in each hand. I wonder how the handshake events go down. Uh, very poorly. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, which hand do I shake? All of them, please. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Uh, sir, are you going to buy one ticket for each hand? Yes. Five, <laughs> six, seven. <laughs> it takes like an hour. Genius. <laughs> I might write that. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Idly Pride is a show that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, later... We shift. Um, Sakura asks Makino to go to a doctor's appointment with her, like a post-surgery checkup. Oh. Um, because he, the doctor wants to talk to him about how much exercise she's been getting and just, like, about her health and her work in general. Um, and um, while he's in this private room with the doctor, Ma- um, the doctor confirms that Sakura had a heart transplant oh. a few years ago. And remember when I said I was getting Angel Beats vibes? Mm-hmm. Do you want to fucking guess? I think her heart is the heart of all of her fans. Okay, well, that's some body horror right there, because that's a lot of hearts for one person. It is a lot of hearts for one person, but hey, you do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. But yeah, so basically, Makino asks 
who the heart donor was. And he says, um, HIPAA laws mean I can't actually tell you, and it stops there. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, that is actually what happens. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because, like, apparently in Japan, like, the donor and the donee are not allowed to know each other's identities. I mean, like, mm-hmm. the donor wouldn't know because they're fucking dead. Well, but, I mean, um, when you're, the donor might be a ghost, then you never know. Yeah, well, the ghost can't talk to the doctor, so what do you <laughs> fucking true. know? Um, but yeah, so um, Makino says, he's like, he feels like Mana guided Sakura to their production agency and was wondering if there was a connection. The doctor says it's confidential info. He can't actually tell her. It's still very suspicious, though. Oh, wink. <laughs> oh, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the girls go ego-searching through Twitter. Yeah. And they happens. see, yeah, uh, they see a lot of people saying that Kotono is like Mana, but not as good. Yeah, well. Um, and also how Sakura's voice is like Mana's, mm. which, like, is kind of just the vibe of the whole show. Yep. Um, so Sakura gets kind of self-conscious about this, and she tries to sing differently so she doesn't sound like Mana. Because mm-hmm. um, she doesn't really want to be compared, because she's like, oh, well, if people are saying this about me, then Kotono's going to feel upset, and I don't want to make Kotono upset. Um, but Kotono pulls her aside, and I wrote that they have a heart-to-heart talk, which sounds strange <laughs> given Sakura's whole thing. Um, so Sakura is worried that because of her voice, um, that she'll be considered Mana's successor instead of Kotono. And she's like, I don't know how you would feel about that because she was your sister, so obviously she's important to you. Um, and Kotono says, is like, I don't know if I can ever measure up to my sister but maybe you can. And then she sticks her hand inside of soccer, pulls out her heart, and eats it. Okay! Fatality! Oh. <laughs> uh, Sarah's been watching some very different anime. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, there was... I, I forget, this has to have been mentioned, and I just didn't write it down in my notes. Um, Mana wrote a song that she was going to perform at finals for the first time. Um, but of course she passed away before she could ever sing it, but she did sing it for Kotono once. And we'll get there. I'm kind of spoiling a little bit, but we'll get there. Um, and so Kotono is like, my sister had this song. She was supposed to sing at finals. She never got to. So I think that you should sing it at the finals. Um, and so later, um, Kotono is talking to Nagisa, the friend. Friend. Um, and she's talking about how Sakura can be Mana's successor and kind of t- shoulder Mana's dream to be a top idol. But then if Sakura is going to do it, then Kotono doesn't really know why she's still here. Because mm-hmm. she's like, if I'm passing on my sister's dream to Sakura, then what am I? I see. Because I became an idol to shoulder my sister's dream, and if that's not what I'm pursuing, then why am I still trying to be an idol? Mm. Which is some real shit. Yeah. Motivations. Um, But the other girls in her group kind of just, like, reassure her that they like her, and they want to sing with her, and that Kotono does not have to be like her sister. You can just be your own person, which, like, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote here, Kotono smiles for maybe the first time in the entire show in episode eight. Aww. Um, mm-hmm. And um, she says she'll do her best with her group. Yay. 
And so we get a dance rap battle. Well, not, not a rap battle. A, the, one of the idol battles. Okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. A Moon Tempest, which is Kotono's group um, versus another group. Um, it like, the oh, okay. This is the one thing that kind of irritated me, like this bit, because they're, so she's like, I'm going to do my best and perform as myself and I'm going to do it and we're going to have a good performance at this next performance. And so the performance starts and it cuts to the credits of a completely different song. Huh. And then after credits, it shows that they won. Yay. And the girls are like, yay, Kotono, you did it. You're good as an idol just as you are, and you don't have to pretend to be anyone else. And I'm like, I wish I had gotten to see that concert. Yep. That feels like it would have been important. Yep. But whatever, I Bud- guess. Budget. <laughs> and budget. Uh, so now, episode nine. I wrote as a subtitle, This One's Heavy. Oh. It, it. I wrote a whole page of notes just for this episode, because there's a lot in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Fasten your seatbelts, everybody. Here we go. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kotono and Sakura are talking again. Mm-hmm. Making uh, out. Kotono- no. Uh. They're having sad, sad girl talks. While making um, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kotono talks about how she got in a fight with her sister, with Mana, on the day of the accident that killed her. Always happens. Um, Always happens, yeah. And so she felt just, like, so awful that she made her sister sad and never got to apologize for it. Um, we get a flashback. Yeah, so this is the part where we find out about more about the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mana was, like, trying to talk to Kotono through her door after the fight. And she's like, if you won't come to watch me perform, I still want you to be the first one to hear this song. And she, like, sings it through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Kotono still remembers exactly how she sang it and remembers it fondly. And so she wants Sakura to sing it at the Grand Prix. Cute. Mm-hmm. And so they ask Makino, their producer, about the song. And they said they don't have a recording of it because she passed away before they ever did, like, an official recording of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, like, the instrumentals. Ooh. And Kotono says she remembers how Mana ta- sang it and she can teach it to Sakura. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so later during practice, the two of them are like practicing singing the song by themselves. And Sakura says, if you had asked me to do this earlier, I probably would have declined because I thought that taking Mana's place was your goal. But after seeing your last performance, you really seemed like a new person. And I just wrote as a sub bullet point, I wish we had been able to see <laughs> that concert. Yep. I really wish I'd been able to see that. Yep. The best I would have loved to see it. Sometimes you just don't get tickets and your schedule doesn't line up and you can't see it. You have to hear about it in the newspaper. And you have, yeah, and you just, like, see a completely different song over the credits. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so rumors have been going around on not Twitter, copyright-free Twitter, mm-hmm. um, that Sakura got a heart transplant and she has Mana's heart. Oh. Mm-hmm. So reporters start showing up at the agency like, asking about it, like, tabloid reporters. Um, Sakura gets really shaken up. Um, because apparently Mana was an organ donor. <gasps> um, but there's no way for them to know for sure because that information is, like you said, it's it's whatever the Japanese version of HIPAA is. Like, they can never find out because that info is classified. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So Makino asks Mana, it's like, hey, do you know anything about this? And Mana's like, I don't know, I'm dead, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got one of those um, no more. Yeah, I don't got none of those. Um, but apparently, like, the dates line up. Because, oh. um, like, Makino checked when Sakura had her surgery, and it does line up with around the time that Mana passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, it seems pretty likely. Um and also, Mana is just, like, she's starting to get, like, a little bit frustrated. She's like, there's no way. There's no way that's what happened, right? Um, but then um, he says, your heart, like, um, being in Sakura might be the reason that your ghost is stuck around. Oh. Like, your heart is still living on, and so is your spirit because of it. Yeah. And- wherever you are (laughs) but yeah so like kind of during this conversation um like like there's a whole thing like sakura comes to talk to makino and then makino starts to talk to mana in the middle of it and then he finally reveals that like mana's ghost has been hanging around he tells sakura and it's like oh yeah by the way mana's ghost has been following me for like three (laughs) years and she's here and she's talking to me she has some opinions on this conversation uh so they bring may in um, the gang, the Genki ponytail one, so that she can kind of be Mana's translator. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and also so that Makino looks less insane. Yep. <laughs> um, and so Makino is like, Kotono only got this far because I wasn't around. Um, and I feel like if she suddenly knows that my ghost was hanging around, it would kind of mess with her focus and she wouldn't be able to concentrate. So I don't want her to know that I'm here. Hmm. Um, but also, she says that Sakura doesn't have to sing Mana's song. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not your song. They aren't your feelings. The listeners are going to pick up on it if you don't sing your true feelings. So you have to be an idol as yourself, basically. Yep. And Sakura says that she originally wanted to be an idol because her heart wanted it. <laughs> but then as she, like, literally, yeah. Um, but then as she went on, she realizes, like, no, it's not just what the heart wants. It's actually what I want to do. And I feel like I have to sing this song because this heart is Mana's heart. So I'll take responsibility and I'll sing the song for you. And Mana's like, that's not enough. Oh, and that's not good enough. And she's like, Mana says she regrets not being able to sing the song herself. And she never considered the possibility of anyone else singing it. And she's like, if I want to be able to move on, I have to be the one to sing it on stage. Because oh. I still have my pride as an idol. Oh, and there's the title oh, drop. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and so I actually wrote down like almost exactly verbatim what the subs were here. Like, I still have pride as an idol. Even if someone sings it exactly like me, I don't think they could sing it better than me. Because my song belongs only to me. You have to sing the song that only you can sing. And you have to find it with your group and aim for the top. That's the only way you can fulfill what I've left undone. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Um, So basically, after this conversation, Sakura goes and talks to Kotono. And she tells her about the heart situation, but not the ghost situation. Yeah, I mean, that would... And (laughs) there's a very... You'll call this a gay scene. Oh! Where Kotono's like... Almost! I believe Um, gay pride. (laughs) 
We should have done this one for June. Shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Kotono asks, he's like, well, if that is my sister's heart, can I listen to your heartbeat? Mm. And like kind of puts her head on Sakura's boobies and just mm. like listens to the heartbeat for a while and just kind of starts crying. Oh, that, it's sad. Yeah. He's <laughs> right. like, oh, but also a mm, little bit gay. Mm-hmm. A little bit like listening to your heartbeat is like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, so eventually Sakura has a press conference talking about the whole heart transplant thing. She can't say if the rumors are true or not because she literally doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, but I'll give it my all in today's performance. And then for that performance, she actually does sing Mana song. Uh-oh. Mana's mm-hmm. gonna be angry, ghost. <laughs> well, she, like, um, they actually, like, never show her reaction, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kotono kind of watches and she's very emotional. I teared up a little bit, honestly. It was just like, oh, mm-hmm. babies. I- I'm kind of mixed with my feelings about that, actually, because, like, I felt it felt weird to me that they, like, had this whole lead up of, like, Mana, like, you have to sing the song only for you. Oh, no, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, so I guess I forgot to write this down, but this was a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Sakura says, Okay, so if I'm not supposed to sing um, with Mana's voice, then I'll stop using that voice when I sing. So this will be the last time, basically. Okay. And so um, they do this performance. She sings Mana's song with Mana's voice, and she's like, and I'll, after this, I'm going to move on. And, like, this will be, like, the last time I use that voice. And from then on, I won't be the girl who sings like Mana. I'll be Sakura who sings like Sakura. With my country twang. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, the song is, like, very, like, kind of, like, soft and emotional. Um, I'll, I'll send you um, this video really quick. It's a good song. It makes me cry now because they Aww. play a couple different versions of it in these last few episodes. Very, very emotionally driven. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we got three episodes left, so it's time for rival drama. Uh Uh-oh. So episode 10. This is kind of a Trinity Yale episode, a little bit. That first group of rivals, the Mm -hmm. white and gold ones. Um, So their leader, Rui, she's the one, she's got like silver hair. It's like long. She's got a headband that's like shaped like an X because she's Mm -hmm. on X Games mode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's like, I always wanted to be an idol. And I found out that my, my mother told me that my father was a producer. And so he, I, I get the vibe that like, he doesn't even know that she exists. Oh, so, like, maybe she was the product of a one-night stand or something. But so she, her estranged father was an idol producer. She auditioned for his company and got in without him knowing that he's her dad. Dramatic. You are my dad. You're my dad. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Basically. Um, and so, but he he's very much like, he's focused on Mana. Because he's like, you'll never surpass Mana. You have to be better idols if you're ever going to make it to the top. And mm. she's like, why won't you notice me, dad producer? 
Um, so basically, the upcoming battle is uh, Sunny Peace, which is Sakura's group, versus Trinity Ale, the oh. uh, white and gold idols. Um, and then Moon Tempest, uh, Kotono's group, will be going up against Liz Noir, the Electro-Goths. Oh. Um, so Sunny Peace and Sakura run into the Trinity girls backstage, and they're asking about, it's like, hey, yeah, you sang that, that song you sang at the last competition, that was Mana's old song, wasn't it? Um, and then Rui, their leader, is just like, does that mean that if I beat you, I finally surpassed Mana? And Sakura's like, I'm not singing it again. We're move. Um, like, that's yeah. the first and last time we're singing that song. Um, we're moving forward with our own music and also fuck you a little bit. Yep. Um, she doesn't say that. That's me, Star, saying it's just that. uncalled for. Uncalled for. Bye. Um, so Trinity, um, I'm just going to call them Trinity now because that's what I wrote in my notes. Um, they're pretty determined to win. They've been undefeated. Um, they want to, like, like, the main girl wants producer dad to, like, finally acknowledge that she's a good idol mm-hmm. Um, But also, there's a whole thing. There's, like, kind of a side thing. Mana has been fading and, like, kind of turning Uh-oh. transparent since the previous episode. Uh-oh. And Makino's, like, really concerned about her. And she and he's like, what, what should we do? What should we do? And she's like, you should focus on your actual idols. Mm. Which is kind of like, oh, she doesn't have much longer. Rip. F. Rip. Big F in the chat. F in the chat. Yeah. Uh, so now it is competition day, and Sakura is nervous because she's like, well, if this is my first time not using Mana's voice, then this is going to technically be my actual debut. Um, and the other girls are like, you can do it, you can do it, yay! We're just here for backup! Because um, no one knows anything about us, because we are not developed yep. as characters! Yay! Um, so Trinity's performance is first, and I will drop this in the chat if you want to, like, look at the outfits and see the mm-hmm. song. Well, there um, you go. So they have these new outfits that are so much not as cute as the white and gold one. No, they have, they're like, not. They're, like, white and, like, pastel pink, and they just are not as cute. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, they're kind of bland the fuck looking. on. They're kind of bland. And so the way I describe the song is it's pastel-y with EDM undertone. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's, I'm not good at describing music. That's just the vibe it gave me. Uh, and then Sunny Peace is up next. They have a new song. It's adorable. It's bouncy. It's cute as shit. They have new outfits that are similar to their last ones, but the cut is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually see some of the Trinity girls, like, bobbing along backstage, and they're, like, oh. getting into it. And they're, like, okay. Go. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. Yes. So if she's supposed to be singing with a new voice, does her voice actually sound different? To me, it doesn't. Like, okay. very, like, not a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, like, you could kind of tell that, like, it's it's subtle. So it's a different style, it's not a different voice actor. 
Yeah, no. Okay, well, good. I, like, I'm not actually sure how they did this. Okay. Um, Because, like, they very well could have just, like, found a voice actress who was very similar to Mana and made her voice Sakura. Or they could have just, like, gotten Mana's voice actor to do the singing for mm-hmm. Sakura for, like, the first half of the show. I honestly have no idea. I couldn't really tell okay. the differences in the voices very much. Gotcha. So that'll be interesting to find out maybe later. I'm not sure. Because you get, like, so little of Mana's singing voice before she just up and fucking dies. Right. So, like, it's hard to compare. Right, that's fair. Yeah. Um. So, so Sunny Peace goes. Uh, the results are announced and Sunny Peace wins! Whoa. Yay! Wow, what a surprise. They did it. They did it. Um, so Rui, the leader, gums up and says, is like, I thought I liked your song because of Mana's voice. Turns out I was wrong. You're actually good, idol. Surprise. Behold. I acknowledge you. Bam. Bam. Uh, and then backstage, uh, Rui, their leader, is upset that she lost, but producer dad appears and is like, you can't hold an undefeated record forever. What's important for an idol is their story. Also, that was a pretty good performance, and Rui, like, finally cries, and she's like, my producer dad has finally acknowledged me! <laughs> but, he, but he still doesn't know I'm his child! He still doesn't know I'm his child, but he acknowledged that I'm a good idol! Fucking finally! It's Yay. been years! Oh no. <laughs> uh, so, they are no longer important. Yay! Yeet! Goodbye. Because <laughs> now we have to get some more different drama. Mm-hmm. It's episode 11. Oh. Um, so it is right after their concert. Um, Sakura celebrates making it into the finals, and she's like, Yay, Kotono, we did it! You guys have to go out and win next! Um, meanwhile, out in the hall, Mana is, like, not looking good. Rip. Again. Yeah, so she's, like, still going transparent. Um, she's, like, breathing really hard. Um, she's, like, collapsed on the, like, corner, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Makino says it's because Sakura stopped singing with Mana's voice. Oh. And, like, Mana's heart is becoming Sakura's heart instead. And so kind of, like, that connection that Mana was having to, like, hold on um, is kind of, like, loosening. Okay. Which is causing her spirit to kind of move on. Sure. He says it's very affirmatively, but, like, we don't fucking know. The, She's and, a ghost. and also there were the two years before she became an idol where I assume she didn't really sing that much, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's a whole thing, right? It's because um, Sakura basically said she just woke up one day after her surgery being able to sing, and I'm oh, okay. like... So, okay. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I never sang before that, but then when I woke up from my surgery, I suddenly was able to sing really good. What? What a coincidence. Wow. But yeah. Um, so May also comes and talks to them. She's like upset because she, again, is the one who can see Mana. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we have to go tell the others. We have to tell Kotono that her sister's here. And Mana's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need to know that her sister's a ghost. And, and it's going to die again. <laughs> that would be and horrible. going to die again very soon. Yeah. But May's like, you should at least talk to her a little bit because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and Makino kind of agrees. Is like everyone, like several other people know, and if Kotono is the only one that doesn't know, that's gonna fucking suck for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, they kind of like take Kotono aside and they kind of tell her about Mana's ghost that she's been hanging around, and they ask if she wants to 
quote unquote, see her is like, do you want to talk to your sister? You won't be able to talk to her directly, but she can talk to you through us. Um, not like a channeling situation, just like, uh, they repeat what she says mm-hmm. back to Kotono. Um, and Kotono says, I don't want to see her. I'd rather wait until I'm after, until after I'm done with the Grand Prix. And May gets upset and she's like, that'd be too late, but she doesn't elaborate on why. Mm. Um, Kotono says, he's like, I'm done chasing my sister's path and I want to figure things out for my own. And I'm worried that if I get, like, a confirmation of how my sister feels about me being an idol, it's going to, like, kind of snap my focus Hmm. a little bit. And so she's like, I feel like I've only gotten, like, she's kind of repeating what Mana said earlier. (laughs) It's like, I feel like the only reason I've gotten this far is because my sister wasn't here. And so if I do actually find out how she feels, it's going to kind of kill the tension that I've been using to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kotono actually goes and talks to one of the Liz Noir girls. Oh. Um, like the gray-haired one. Who the rivals. Was insu- the rivals. Like Rio, the gray-haired one who was like high-key insulting her. Yeah, the mean like, one. pretty recently. Um, and so Kotono's like, I used to hate idols, but then I wanted to become one for my sister. And we get a little bit of Rio backstory. Um, she's like, well, I wanted to be an idol for the money, um, because I wanted to be able to take care of my family. And then Saigusa, the producer who's been working with the, our main girls, um, he scouted her and then formed Liz Noir. And then he yeeted himself out, formed a new agency, and then their new agency made Mana. Mm-hmm. And so she was always kind of bitter towards Mana, like she's the new thing that their old producer has going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was really bitter, but, like, was still moved by Mana's performance because she was a very good idol. Um, and she thinks that surpassing Mana, aka winning the Grand Prix, will help her finally become a true idol. Which, like, okay. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, sure. It's like, I'm, I guess I'm okay that we got some development for you. Um, you're still an asshole. And yep. also, you won't matter after this episode. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> so like, I don't know. Um, so we skip back to Kotono, alone in her room. She's still thinking about, like, my sister's a ghost, and I could talk to her if I wanted to, but I'm not sure what I would say. Um, she still has Mana's diary. Oh. Remember how I mentioned that, like, a long time ago in, like, the mm-hmm. second episode? So we find out that she has Mana's diary, but she hasn't read the full thing. Because she's always kind of chickened out before reading the last page. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she finally kind of has the courage to see how Mana reacted after their fight. Like the big fight they had right before she died. Mm-hmm. And so she finally goes and reads that diary entry. And it's like, I worked so hard to write these lyrics for Kotono. And even if she doesn't see me perform tomorrow, I still love her. And it turns out that the finals were going to be on Kotono's birthday. Oh, I see. To the point where, like, she even had a heading in there for Kotono's birthday that's just, there's nothing written underneath it. Oh. And I'm just like, And then Kotono's like, (laughs) 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 It's the whole thing. Um, But so Kotono finally agrees to, quote unquote, talk to Mana. Um, she goes into Makino's room without any of the other characters. She's just like, I just want to talk to her, 
Even if I can't hear her, I just have some things I want to say to her. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I want to be able to find closure on my own. Um, She finally understands what an idol is Mm -hmm. and, like, what's great about idols. Because, like, her whole thing was, like, she hated idols because she saw idol as, like, the thing that kept her sister from her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she became an idol and then suddenly she just wasn't around anymore and she didn't care about me anymore. Um, but now she understands that, like, my sister did still love me and I understand what being an idol is. Um, and so she isn't going to chase after Mana or follow Mana's dream anymore because she wants to be an idol for herself. Yay. Yay. And so Mana actually, like, appears behind her. She can't see her, but she appears behind her and hugs her and she's like, that's okay with me. Aww. And it's cute and it's sad. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. So now it is concert day. Uh, so we get the electro goth Liz Noir up first, and they mm-hmm. have, like I said, kind of electro goth performance. Yes. Um, I wrote, it's kind of electronic rock. The outfits are kind of, like, goth sexy. Like, they've got, like, corsets, but with gaps in the side. So, like, what the fuck is the point? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of wrote, it's all right. You're like, these, these jerks. (laughs) They're so mean. I will not like anything. And then these assholes. (laughs) And then these assholes. Yeah, and so then it is Moon Tempest's turn. That is Kotono and the others group. Uh, They have new outfits. They are very cute. I was going to um, say, I hate like, the outfit star. We have different oh, opinions. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. Okay, <laughs> I'm my like, thing is, like, I'm not huge on the colors, but, like, the structure no, of the outfit I don't is like cute. them. Oh, what? The, they're such a, it's just so disjointed. The top and the weird skirts. It's like a half school uniform, half pleated mess. Disaster oh, like outfits. Like, Disaster like, okay, outfits. Okay. They're not perfect, but I think that, <laughs> I like them better than their first outfits because their first outfits oh, are okay. kind of like confused about what they wanted to be. <laughs> okay, it's like, that's fair. I they're, guess they're, they're not they're like so. The first outfits were like evening dress from the boobs down, but they had then they had like country girl patterned like loose flowing like collared shirt tops. And I kind of didn't like it. So these ones, like, with the uni- Like, I'm a sucker for, like, the uniform vibes. Oh, I see. To me, it looks like military uniform top, school uniform bottom, and I don't like it. I mean, that's kind of a common thing with idol, like, no, outfits, No, these are ugly. Ah, uh, well, Ugly, ugly. <laughs> the song is cute, though. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, and it's actually like a lot more upbeat than their usual fare, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little bit unusual, but the lyrics are very sweet. It's very much Aww. like kind of written from Kotono's perspective. Like, I want to give you joy, but not chase after your light. Aww. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, Moon Tempest wins, surprising no one in the audience. Yeah, get rid of those <laughs> jerks. Kick them off so- the stage. Goodbye. There can only be one. (laughs) So now that means that the finals for the um for the Grand Prix is going to be both of our main character idols going up against each other. Uh oh. 
Whoa. Um, but we get a short after credit scene. Mana is rapidly getting worse and worse. She is going more and more transparent, but she's like, I have to hold on until the last performance. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it is finals day. Uh-huh. Um, so all the girls kind of like go to their first concert stage and they're like, wow, this is where we had our debut. Like, like half a year ago. It was really fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, it is, once again, Kotono's birthday is on the finals. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Like, they planned that or something. Um, so, but later, before the comp- Like, it's time for the competition to start, but they haven't seen Ma- uh, Mana, like, all day. Oh, no. And they're like, she said she wouldn't disappear before finals, but none of the people who can see her have seen her. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, maybe she's just conserving her energy. Mm. Um, so it's time for the performance. Uh, Sunny Peace, Sakura's group, is up first. Um, they do the same song as their debut. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't just recycle the animation. They do, like, the whole thing where it's, like, still images kind of, like, panning over them. Mm-hmm. While the girls kind of, like, wax poetic about what it's like to be an idol. Yes. Uh, and then Moon Tempest, Kotono's group, also does their debut song. Mm-hmm. Does the same thing. Um, Kotono finally says that she's glad her sister was an idol. Aww. And then at the very end of the song, they're just kind of like looking out at the audience and Kotono actually for like a split second sees Mana in the audience. <gasps> there she is. I know. And then like she blinks and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did get to see her for just like a second. Aww. Um, and so after it's time for the results, Sarah, who do you think is going to win? <gasps> Cut your credits? No. Oh, I don't know. We're only like halfway through the episode. Oh, oh, who wins? Uh, Moon Tempest. Uh, no, it's a, it's a fucking tie. Oh, wow. Like, it is a draw. It is so anticlimactic. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's like a perfect draw. And they're like, wow, the odds of this happening were astronomical. And yet here it is happening. I didn't Um, even know that was a possibility. (laughs) Yeah, apparently it is for the sake of storytelling. Okay. Yeah, and so I wrote in my notes, like, it's a little anticlimactic, but, like, mm-hmm. I th- I feel like it kind of works with That's the story. That's fair. I, I feel like the real ending at this point is what happens with Mana. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. not about who wins. It's about the fact that they made it here at all. Mm-hmm. But at it, this point, it's like they're, both groups are declared the winners. Oh, well, there you go. Yep. So then all the girls are like, we won, we won, we all won. And I'm like... <laughs> They did yeah, it. this is a little, uh, mm, whatever, whatever. <laughs> like, I get it, but it's a little anticlimactic, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, Makino has kind of been, like, talking to Mana this entire episode, even though he can't actually see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he asks her, like, after this performance, is like, is this the performance that you wanted? And he hears Mana's voice just kind of like go, yeah. And Makino's like, wait, where is she? What the fuck? <laughs> Mana, are you still here? You're alive. You're supposed to say something. Shit. Um, and so there's going to be like a winner's performance. Mm. Um, and they had, I guess like each group had a song picked out that they were going to do, but they decide to make a change last a minute because that's totally how the entertainment industry yep. and performing a concert works. Yep. Um, so, um, <sighs> I'm sighing because I'm sad, not because it's bad. Mm-hmm. But the winner's performance is Kotono goes out by herself. Oh. And she sings Mana's song. Oh.
then so then we get like the Kotono version of this song. And at this point I'm like tearing up. I'm oh, like, no. oh my god. Oh my god. And so Makino actually like leaves. He goes out to um look for Mana and he actually ends up finding her at the school where the ghost and him met for the first time. Oh. And we, like, get a flashback of, like, Mana asking Makino to be her manager. And she says things like, I promise you'll be happy you you became my manager, even if it costs me my life. And Makino's um. like, you didn't, you didn't have to go that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he ends up back at their old classroom and finds Mana. Um, they talk for a while. And Mana says, he's like, you know, the whole thing about, like, my heart being what kept me here, that actually isn't it. Um... I wanted to be a top idol so that you could be a top idols producer. Okay. That was her dream. And I'm like, why? You forced him into why this career was, path. You you forced him into it and you just kind of like decided what his future was going to be and you barely even talked to him. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess maybe she could have decided on this dream after she roped him into her plans. That's but... true. That's true. That could be like before she died or whatever. Yeah. 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 So she's like, she becomes an idol and she's like, I want to be a top idol for you specifically so that you can proudly say that you were the manager of a top idol. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes a little bit more sense. Um, and so that was her dream. That's what was keeping her here is that she couldn't do that for him. And then she's like, but now there are others who can fulfill that for me because now these other girls, they are top idols and you're their Mm. manager. And so the the dream is complete, basically. And so Makino asks, he's like, but why did you choose me? Why did you like want me to be your manager? Why did you do all this? And she's like, because I love you, obviously. And she Mm -hmm. kisses him. Yeah. As she turns into fireflies and just fades away. Rip. And, like, the music swells. Because, like, Kotono's singing has been underneath, like, yeah. this whole scene. And then so when the kiss happened, it's just like, da-da! And I'm, I'm fucking crying. And it's very dramatic. And I'm just like... <laughs> Big oh, Fs God. in the chat. <laughs> Big Fs in the chat. And they do that thing that I'm such a fucking sucker for, where you just, like... The music is playing super loudly and you see him like just fall to the floor sobbing and you see like him mouthing out words, but you can't actually hear what he's saying. Mm. And it's just like, oh, no, I'm a big sad now. And so the the lyrics of the song that Kotono is singing, it kind of like cuts back to her and she's and the lyrics of that part of the song are like, I'll become the brightest light for you. And she starts crying. And the frog. How? <laughs> it's a firefly. <laughs> Not like literal fireflies, like ghost orbs, if anything. Jeez. <laughs> that was sad too, the princess and the frog. No, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, so Kotono is like, she finishes singing and she's like crying on stage and Mana's ghost like for just a flash of a second appears on stage behind her and she's like, there's still a long road ahead. Mm. And Kotono's like, yep. And then she's gone. Oh. And then the last song is like all the girls in these cute matching rainbow outfits.
And at this point, like, my brain could not focus on this at all because I was just still so Emotions. emotional over what just happened. And then mm-hmm. they cut to just, like, this cutesy idol song and dance that I remember nothing about because <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> they loved each other. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. I was like, I remember nothing of this final song <laughs> except I was like, yeah, it's cute. What the fuck? Aww. <laughs> and then yeah um so we get like after the like over the credits we get like a montage of the girls just like kind of continuing on in their lives they're top idols now yeah and then it eventually fades to like we see the inside of makino's little like one bedroom house and they have like the trophy from the idol grand prix and it is made like the plaque on the trophy is made out to sunny peace and moon tempest and you see that Makino has written um, Mana's name on it in, like, Sharpie as well. Like, Aww. next to the girls. And Cute. I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, emotions. Poor guy has to grieve twice. Yeah, he basically <laughs> lost his girlfriend twice in a row. Jeez. <laughs> yep, the big oof. F's in the chat. Big <laughs> Big F. oof. Big oof. Yep, so that's Idly Pride. Yay! That is the show that I watched. Seems so happy. Starting oh, yeah, with, just the- who was your best girl? <laughs> um, I feel like I only have two to choose between. <laughs> you can choose Mana too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did like Mana. She's pretty cute. Um, I, I kind of like none of them like super duper stuck out to mm-hmm. me. I love May visually. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like the one with like kind of the the light brown hair. She's the ghost seer. Mm-hmm. She's got like the half up ponytail, which is cute. I also. <laughs> I am a sucker for blonde characters because mm-hmm. they remind me of Ariana, my webcomic character, castoff-comic.com. Cough. Um, <laughs> so so Ray also was cute to me. May and Ray. Um, May and Ray, yeah. I like all of um, them except for the jerk girl from the rival group. Well, she's, she's from the rival group. She's only important for like one episode. She's so mean. <laughs> yeah, kind of rude. Hashtag rude. She's such a she-ho. Such a fucking she Into the she-ho group chat with you. <laughs> Your name is not she-ho, but it's Rio, which is yeah, close yeah, enough. Yeah, close. You're in the she- the Rio, Shio, Nico, it's all the O's. They all have this it's group all the text. O's. Yeah, if your name ends with O, you're on my shit list for good. <laughs> you're oh this- no, Makoto! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a mistake has been made. Uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, overall, I actually really did like this show, because um, you know me, I'm a sucker for, like, character interactions and plot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there were a couple of things that were a little bit weird, like the whole debacle with Mana's song, I feel like was mm-hmm. maybe a little bit odd, like mm-hmm. handled in an interesting way, but I can definitely add that song to the short list of idol songs that will make me cry just from hearing like the opening riff. Yeah. <laughs> right next to that Chihaya song from Idolmaster. Yep. And then when we get to uh, Cinderella Girls, you know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 my song from Cinderella Girls. We, we gotta do Cinderella yeah, Girls we at gotta. some point. Well, just adding to the songs that make us cry. Yeah, there's definitely three now. It's a short list, but <laughs> song for you from Idly Pride. Um, smiling and... Yakusoku yeah. from yeah. Idolmaster and Smiling from uh, Idolmaster uh, Cinderella Girls. Oof, Songs oof. that make us cry. Songs that make us cry. It's a very short playlist, but it is it, it exists. 
Anyway, um, so, okay, so you and I just had a fight about outfits. <laughs> How do yes. you feel about the outfits for the final performance? I think they're these are cute. Like the, the, these are, like, the main ones that you kind of see in all the promo yeah, materials. I think they're good. Yeah, I think they're cute. Yeah. They, they seem like they would be very complicated to lace up. Yes, they do. Because they have so many rivets. There's and, like, so many laces. little rivets and laces, mm-hmm. yes. It's like if your if your little lace gets caught on something, your entire outfit <laughs> will fall off. Yep. Just like fucking rip. But yeah. Yeah, Idly Pride. Yeah, Seems- it's a show. It's a show. It has a mobile game now. Who knows how long that's gonna last? Yep, it's a mystery. But hey, yep. maybe mobile game you get to know who the girls are better. Hopefully, because <laughs> yeah, like like if we're if we're transitioning over into final thoughts. It just feels so weird that they chose to have a group of ten when you only really know anything about, like, maybe four of them tops. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have accomplished the same anime with uh, six characters, like two trios, mm-hmm. and it would have been, like, a much tighter show because you could have explored those, like, other characters a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, those first four girls that you're introduced to right when, right at, like, the start, like, when they move into the dorms, um, let me double check their names, because I'm gonna forget. Like, the two sisters, like, Saki and Chi mm-hmm. something. God, let me scroll up. Yeah, so Saki and Chisa are the sisters, and then Shizuku, like, the blue-haired quiet one, and Suzu, the, 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 um like, rich one, I feel like you could have cut them out completely and the anime could have continued completely unhindered. <laughs> yeah, seems like, like it. Like, the other girls at least have, like, a little bit of plot between them. Because, like, Haruko, the mom one, like, she was a failed idol and then she finally gets to be a top idol, so she's got, like, a little bit of backstory. Rei has her whole backstory that we get. Um, May can see ghosts. We could have gone a little bit more into that. Um, Friend. Friend is friend. Um, like, yeah, she was basically just a mouthpiece for Kotono. She had no character development at all aside from friend. Um, but we could have gotten more out of her, probably, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you held a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to remember which girls were in which unit. That's fair. Like, legitimately. Because they just don't matter. They don't matter. They do not matter at all. And on the one hand, like, yes, I get it. But on the other, if they didn't matter... I was about to say, why are they there? I know exactly why they're there. Capitalism yep. and gotcha games. And gotcha games. Anyway, Idly Pride. It was a show. I I, I will say I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I did one, enjoy it quite a bit. One thing that's interesting is I feel like the big thing that's different about this is, like, the ghost thing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's resolved, you know? Like, I feel like they didn't mm-hmm. really leave room for any more anime. But it also Not feels like... Really. Where would the, like, I assume from a mobile game, they'd have a continuing plot line after this. So, like, where yeah. where, w- where would it go to still be interesting, you know? I, that's a, you know, that's a good damn question <laughs> that I hadn't thought about. Because, like, I, I looked up the mobile game a little bit, but, like, it's still so new that there's hardly mm-hmm. anything on it. But it basically just says, it's like, relive the drama of the story of Idly Pride. But yeah, mobile games kind of have to have like continuing story after that if you want people to keep playing your game. Yeah, so it's like where would it where would it, you go after the thing that makes a difference is gone? Good question. Mystery. I guess we won't find out unless this show gets a second season. Yep. <laughs> Which it probably won't, considering how kind of like nicely and neatly it wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh? 
Because, like, at least, like, I'm I'm trying to think of, like, the other idol shows with, like, plot that we've watched. Like, Mm -hmm. actual, genuine, non-idol-related plot. Um, And the first thing I thought of was 22-7 and how they kind of, like, backed out of ending their show. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, wrap up all the idols, and then, surprise! There's a thing! We're still go- there's- we're still gonna be idols. hmm Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just curious, because the thing that made it different was Ghost. Was the whole mana drama, yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck are they gonna do after that? Yeah. Just- Because I'll, I'll tell you now, 22-7 also has a mobile game. I never hear anything about it, because it's just- I don't know how good it is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't even find pictures of the cards online if I Google search it, really. Oh, mystery. Yeah, it's kind of a, kind of an underappreciated show, I think, but I guess we'll see. The wall is behind everything. The wall knows all. Illuminati confirmed. Confirmed. Con-fucking-firmed! Anyway, so, Sarah. Yes. Um, do you want to give people a hint at what's coming up next? Yeah. For the well, it's podcast? A, it's about that time of year to go back to school. <gasps> Is it now? Yep. And that's my hint. That's the hint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, um, this is unrelated to us specifically, but it is almost August and... We did a thing last year where we're mm-hmm. doing, like, Idol August on social media. So at some point, I think by the time this episode goes up, maybe the first, like, hint of it will be showing up. We're going to be doing Idol August again on our Ooh. social media. Which is, like, so every other day, because I couldn't think of a prompt for every single day, <laughs> but every other day, um, there will be, like a, like, a prompt that you can post on your social media asking you about, like, your favorite idol and, like, your favorite outfits and your favorite songs. It's a good time. Woo-hoo. It's like a 30-day challenge yeah. sort of thing where you talk about idol ruse. Yeah. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, if you are on social media, you should participate. Speaking of which, hey, Sarah, if people want to find us on the internet, where can they go? Well, we have a website. That's idledays.card.co, I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O, or idolluminati.net. Yep. And speaking of all this social media stuff, Star, where can they find us on social media? We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Idle Days Pod. That's at I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S-P-O-D. Instagram and Twitter. That's where we'll be posting our um, Idle August stuff. We also post announcements when new episodes go up. We occasionally do question of the day posts. And we've also recently started doing Idle Birthdays uh, specifically for shows that we have already watched. Yeah. Um, so basically every time we watch a new show, I go figure out all their character birthdays <laughs> and put them on my spreadsheet so that hey. they can be included in future updates. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Social media star. It's me. All right. So I think that is the, it for this episode. So thanks for listening and joining us for some idly pride, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeehaw. We've, We've been, been lady. lady. See you next live. Bye. Bye.